Good morning, good, good evening, good night, everybody. I'm, I'm all twisted up. I didn't say morning, evening, and good night. What's going on? This is your host, Brother Noble. <clears throat> and let's get today's show started. It's going to be a good one. I know y'all seen a title. It says, Stop pretending that your racism is patriotism. I was riding one day and I seen a bumper sticker that say this and it hit me. Man, this is what my next show should be because this is what I've been talking about and everyone else been talking about. Well, people that's conscious and spreading the word. This is turned to another hidden. Listen, listen, and I'm going to prove this. I'm going to give you this code of the flag that was written to the congressional party and we're going to see but this always happens it always happens you always have people that's hold up hold up excuse me that people still coming in the chat room i know i'm excited i'm excited let me give let me give people time to get in the chat room i'm sorry i'm sorry let me start over i just thought about it people coming in and they don't need to miss it this is brother noble you listen to let's talk with brother noble we about to get this thing started. It is Wednesday, October 18th, 2017. And a lot's been going on. Let me let me show you something. I started, I think, in 2006. <clears throat> or was it? No, I'm sorry. It was 2004, if I'm not mistaken. Might have been early. Well, I started learning knowledge itself. I first got my brush in 2000. Well, to show you that what I was learning was not radical or inappropriate, everything I was learning back then, because I'm from New Orleans, and it wasn't that many conscious people here. I'm talking about that one of learns knowledge of self. We're talking about if it was, it probably was a handful. I never met any. You understand? My first brush was with a guy in L.A., California, I mean, Los Angeles, California, really Burbank, California. But for the past two years, consciousness has been showing itself heavenly in my city. I don't, but I have to dissect to see if it's a trend or people really becoming conscious. Because, you know, we go with this trend thing. Whatever the media put out there, we flow with. We flow with. Now, the other party... The ones that's white supremacists but wants to hide it, they always find other narratives to bring to you. And black folks fall for it every time because we want so bad to fit in. Well, you want so bad to fit in. Let me clear that up. So every time they change the narrative, we run with it. So the narrative now is the protest Colin Kaepernick kneeled years ago it was about injustice it had nothing to do with disrespecting the flag it had nothing to do with disrespecting veterans he was kneeling because of injustice but now these people are good man and i'm not saying this in a disrespectful way it's kind of a, i admire it because you have to admire something in order to overcome it they 
managed to change the narrative of this whole thing and have even people talking about Trump and the veterans and the flag when none of this, when it wasn't about any of this, it was about injustice. It was about making sure your kids, making sure your grandchildren, making sure your family can walk out in public and if somebody do something to them, I don't care if it's an officer of the law that's illegal, injustice, that justice will be brought upon them. Or either don't touch them. And that's what the kneeling was about. Because you had, when Obama was in office, you had many, 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 many people, black folks, being killed on television. See, that's the difference. It, they never stopped killing them us since slavery it just was hitting and I'm going to get to that it just was hitting after Jim Crow it was hitting but when Obama was in office, office certain people hate to lose so now not only you was being killed they had to show you you not don't get too uppity it was on TV not only it was on TV, you saw it was an unjustified shooting. No one was convicted. I think one person, if that, and I don't think that was a police officer. That was a guy in Jacksonville, California, that killed someone because their sound was loud or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, someone in the chat room. Correct me if I'm wrong. But that's that was the kneeling was about. But now... I'm watching television one time and I see people kneeling. White boy was kneeling. Next to him, a black guy was kneeling. Uh, uh, old, I can't, I want to call her old. She had it look like she was in her 50s. She had a glass of water, beer. I don't know what it was. But she skipped over the white guy kneeling and splashed water on the black guy that was kneeling. Now, the title of this is Stop Pretending That Your Racism Is Patriotism Because It's a Lie These People Don't Care About Patriotism Well The Ones That's Inflicting This Racism Don't They Trying To Make The Veterans Feel Like They Care About The Veterans But Every Time You Pass Down A City Block In My City these veterans holding up a sign, panhandling, asking for money. Let's keep it real. The kneeling was not about none of this. None of this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For those who want to call in, I'm so excited. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out of order. For those who want to call in the show, the number is 504-684-4831. You can call in, chime in. The chat room is live. It's open right now. All you have to do is, um, I don't know if you're on my website or on Facebook, but all you have to do is click on the the box, whatever you're listening to. If you're on Facebook Live, Twitter Live, or my, or my website, once you click on it, it'll lead you to this podcast. And once you're in this podcast, I don't know if you have to sign in. It's free. I don't know what it is. You might have to sign in or whatever, but you can participate in the chat room. That's live. Now I want to read to you something. Because. You really need to see this. 
I don't know what it is about. Well, I do know what it is about my people. We are sick. You know what I'm saying? We are sick. And we see stuff right in our face, but we don't want to believe it. You really think this is about patriotism? Your co-worker that worked with you, which he really doesn't matter or she really doesn't matter because they have no power. They just have privilege. Oh, uh, they just have an extra privilege over you. They have they have no power. So whether they racism or not, you don't really care about people's personal feelings. See that right there is weak. I don't care if you like me or not. It doesn't matter. Long as you're not able to do what others have been doing with power, inflicting pain on my people, and make and putting them in poverty or whatever. And you know it's a long well. That's another story. But <clears throat> they're here to tell you, yeah, don't disrespect the flag, man. I had one person tell me that. Well, you know, don't disrespect the veterans. These are people that don't look into nothing. Whatever the media say, whatever the news say, they roll with. This has nothing to do with the flag. Matter of fact, the minister um, brought out this code. I want y'all to understand this. This code, are y'all listening? It's called the Congressional Research Service. Brought to you by them, CRS. They prepared a report for Congress in 2009 on the federal law related to the U.S. flag and its display, which was enacted by Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1942. Check me out now. Report said the flag code is designed for the use of such civilian groups or organizations as may not be required to confirm with regulations promulgated by one or more executive department of the federal government. Know what that means? You don't have to confirm. That's what that means. Or it's no punishment according to this code. Wait, it's not done. Section 4 of the flag code covers the Pledge of Allegiance. Congress has, by U.S. Code Statute 36, check it out now, designated the National Anthem as the Star Spangled Banner and set out the proper conduct during its presentation. No penalty or punishment is specified in the flag code. And lastly, the flag code is not a mandate of federal law. It does not prescribe conduct, but is merely declaratory and advisory. Now I'm telling you, this was this listen now. Meaning it does not give punishment. So what is this punishing the players for? But hold up, it's not done. Section eight of the flag code. It's entitled Respect for the Flag, and it gives all the things that, in the code, that's disrespect. But check out one such thing. One such act that shows disrespect of the flag is point C. The flag should never be carried flat or horizontally, but always aloft and free. Now, 
by the cold who's disrespecting. You know when you go on that football field and they send them veterans out and stuff like that. Of uh, I'm not going to say, well, military people. The flag is laid flat and horizontally. It's not aloft and free. So according to this code, the flag has been disrespected for a long time. Kneeling is not disrespecting the flag. But hey, they got people thinking that's what it is. So instead of saying I'm a pure racist and I don't like black people standing up for themselves, they bring up this, oh, this disrespecting the veterans or disrespecting the flag or whatever and bring punishment. Jerry Jones. I have a video on my Instagram where a guy checking him saying he treating his players like $40 million slaves. He basically told him, if you don't comply with me, you're kicked off the team. Now, according to this code, and if I'm not mistaken, Colin Kaepernick is suing the NFL. And according to this code, he have a case. According to this code, if the players went so cowardly, or so, um, how can I say, selfish and care about themselves other than their people. Because some of you really believe that's the way to go. You don't really want to believe that <laughs> if you don't stand up for something, it could come back and bite you. Your two-year-old you looking at right now. Your one-year-old you looking at right now. Your four-year-old you looking at right now can be walking up the street at 10 years old one year, one day. And all of a sudden, you have some cop or rape, or, I ain't going to say cop, I'm going to say race soldier. As, as Brother Tariq Nasheed said, we got to give him a name because if you were a real police, you wouldn't act like that. But some race soldier decide he having a bad day and decide to pick on him. Or he might look like a thug or, or he might have a handkerchief on or something that he was wiping his face with or something and and yeah his father is a football player but none of that matters it don't matter trust me it don't and he pulled him up to the side he gets smart and decided to kill him and lion said well he reached for my gun or he tried to swing at me that can happen to you because you're black can it happen to a white person yes but here's the thing it rarely do and if it do, it's going to be justice. See, that's the whole point. Justice. All they got to do is pull up an old weed charge on you or, or even a disturbing a peace charge or maybe a, a, a damn parking ticket and say you're a thug and you reach for the gun and case closed. No investigation. Nobody crying for your kid. That can happen to you, $40 million man, female. And that's what the fight is for, to make sure it don't. And that's what Colin Kaepernick sacrificed millions to do. Millions. And can you believe it's still Negroes out here cooning? Can you believe that? It's still Negroes out here cooning? That's unbelievable. That's because they don't see what's happening. They don't understand Everyone 
want things to go back to normal. But here's the thing. It never was normal. It never was normal. Never. Never was normal. Now, some people say I'm crazy for saying this, but I like Trump as an office. Why do I like I like it for the same reason the, how can I say, the non-radical racist people hate him because he's showing the full face of racism and white supremacy. See, it was hidden. Um, One time, they had this, I can't think of her name. She had made this point. She graduated from Spelman. And she filled out 16 resumes. Well, no, she sent out 16 resumes. Not one phone call back. Was it 16 or 60? I'm not sure. Not one phone call back. She decided just to see what's going to happen. Gave herself a white name and said she was white. All kinds of calls came back. See, that was the hidden racism. When you go to try to buy a house and all of a sudden the interests are high or your credit not good enough or the price jacked up so high you can't afford it. But when somebody else come behind you, that's Caucasian, and can get it for little or nothing. One time, I tell you no lie, Chris Rock, I forgot what show this was. I forgot what stand-up this was. He said he lived in a place called Alpine, New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. He says three black people in the whole neighborhood. Why you want to live there? I don't know. That's our problem. But let me continue. He said that it was him, probably one of the best comedians, Mary J. Blige, one of the best singers, and someone else. Was it P. Diddy? It was someone. That's how far they had to reach to get in that neighborhood. But guess who stayed next door to him? A dentist. Yeah, 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 chat room. A dentist. He didn't not uh he didn't invent teeth. He didn't invent some type of special tool that dentists use. He was a regular poor yo tooth out dentist. And he said white people could walk where black people folks have to fly to. Now, I'm not mad at that because that's our fault. If we can see the hypocrisy of this so-called melting pot, and if we could look at every other race that get along with everyone, well, for us business-wise, they all cordial towards each other. I don't see anyone killing Asians, Asians or hanging them. I don't see anyone hanging and killing Arabs. I don't see any of that. Although they claim ISIS and they so scared of Muslims, they don't touch them. Not saying I hope it happened. I'm getting to a point. But I always see stuff happening to black people. Why is that? This is 2017. Well, every other race that's here, including white folks, they live, they try their best to live with their own. They don't want Negroes there. 
But it's always niggas trying to move in your neighborhood. They don't want you there, but you're still trying to go there. They really don't want you there, especially if it's upscale. But live what they own, learn what they own, and spend what they own. Every race. You can't tell me none. Close your eyes and think of any race that breaks their neck to live with you or anybody else. Well, I can say this. In every race, everyone I just named is just not as bad as black people. A lot of them try to break their neck to be with white or live with white. Now, I'm going to tell you something that this that a guy brought out. You know, a lot of those murders that would happen to black folks on TV was done with. I'm not, I'm not, trying, to, not trying to start anything. I'm just getting to a point. It was done by people with Latino last names. Yes, white Mexicans, white Hispanics. You know, a, a lot of, you know, a majority of them was. Even in a recent case. You might look white to you, but you check them out, they have a Hispanic last name. Why is that? You have a lot of Hispanics that want to be like white people, Caucasians, to the fact that they hate their own people. Do you know a lot of Hispanics against immigration too? They fought the immigration law and they damn Hispanics, believe it or not. They feel like the people that come in here illegal give them a bad name. Now, that's their people. Think I'm lying? It's true. It's true. They have some Hispanics. Not all. I'm talking about the ones that that want to, they even want to disconnect from their own. That's why they doing, I, I don't know if they kissing up some of them. They kissing up. That's why they trying to hurt all these black people for the Caucasian. For the racist Caucasian. It's true. Look it up. Do some research. It's true. They'll look down on you. Pretty much every race that come in this country look down on black folks because they see all the media stuff and when they, they're told don't deal with the Negroes when they get here. I'm telling you the truth. But we, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm, we still don't learn. So stop pretending that your racism or patriotism. Because it's a lie. Do you know the statues everybody was when it was trending, not no one's talking about it. You notice that? You notice that? Do you know them statues I think came up around Jim Crow? They didn't come up right after the Confederate. Right after the war, because they lost. Like D. Hell Uly say one time. Since when the losers get a trophy? The South lost. So what the statue's doing up anyway? Which, it didn't bother me. I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you no lie. That type of stuff don't keep me held back. I don't worry about that type of stuff, man. You know, the only people that can, that can hold me back is God. But, let's keep it real. What they was doing up anyway. Let me tell you something, man. Happened to me last week. They had this Muslim lady and man. I, I get it. it looked like they was Arab, Pakistan, whatever. They was at this grocery store. And I'm noticing how the wife keep calling me brother. Because she was asking me a question. She was saying, brother, brother. About two months ago, I was in a gas station buying some 
buy some gas probably. And the other guy was calling me, brother, and we got into a conversation. This is when Trump was doing this um, Muslim ban thing. He got into this conversation about that. And he said, man, now I know how I feel to be black. When he said that, I looked at him. Because you always was a nigga to them, to the white supremacists. You just didn't know. They did y'all a favor. They allowed you to get gas stations and corner stores in black neighborhoods so you could feed off the Negroes next. See, black folks don't understand this. We are, everything we touch turns to gold. And if they allow to eat off us, they get filthy rich. You pay for a lot of people college tuitions. Big houses and nice cars. We do. We don't pay for our own, but we pay for others. We, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You, you're right, Tony. We don't love each other. We hate each other. Man, you just don't know how much we hate each other. We hate each other so subconsciously. Listen, I sit there and watched people. If they're waiting on someone, they don't know the color. It could be a black person. They see another black person. Oh, Lord, this nigga. It's real. Listen. One time, back when I did Uber, when I was Ubering and lifting, in the French quarters one time, I think they had a, um, I don't know what it was. Something was coming through a bus line. I don't know if it was the Saints or whatever. But the police was bringing them through. So they was telling everybody, go, 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 go. Well, I had four people in the car. These was white folks. One was white. Two of them was white Hispanics. They hopped out anyway. Now, the, the motorcycle cop telling them to go, they hops out anyway. Now, it's, it's at a dead stop. You can't really go not even one mile an hour. He see them hop out. He tell me, go, go. The man leg halfway out. So the man get all the way out. You know what he tried to tell me? He said, pull over. You want to stop and let him out anyway? Pull over. I said, man, what are you talking about? They hopped out. Nah, nah, you the one stopped and let him out. Now, we had dead boat traffic. It stopped. So I stopped and let him out. But check this out. He didn't tell them nothing. They the ones who disobeyed his rule and got out. He didn't say, now let's just say that was the case. I stopped and let him out, which I didn't. We had a dead stop. It's, it's, if you have been to the French quarters trying to cross bourbon, it was like that, but worse. It was at a dead stop. So if they hopped out and they heard you say, keep going, but they hopped out anyway, didn't they disobey you, officer? I didn't. But he chose to try to check me. After I got finished talking, he was like, well, go ahead, go ahead. Because he knew it was wrong. Didn't say anything to them. Not one thing. And they the ones who didn't listen. What that tell you? I said one other time in my other part, in, in a show one time. We will find one quick reason not to support Black businesses. 
if you order a po' boy, which is a sandwich on French here, and you ask for no tomatoes and they put tomatoes on there, most niggas, man, that's why I can't go to black businesses. That's why I don't deal with niggas, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't even get the right. But yet, they have places out here where they fail health inspections, found rats all in the grease. All this is in the papers. All this all over Facebook. And these are Asians. These are Hispanics. These are white people. And the line still packed full of black folks. Self-hate. This is what we're dealing with. You can't tell me it's not self-hate. Now, think about this. This is why we are conditioned to hate each other. Do you realize everything we do? Everything we do shine. Black folks, you don't know how special you are. Everything. Let's go down the line. Let's go down the line up to today. Everything. When we first started playing basketball, took over that. NFL made it shine. You making people billionaires the same as you was on the auction block. You know who was the first trade? You know, like in Wall Street, Negroes, we was the first trade. Same thing we do now. They make you think you have a, um, what's his name? Dez Bryant. I call him Dez Clown for the Dallas Cowboys. He said, I can't kneel. I have a family to feed. Negro, you one of the top receivers of that team. You understand? If all y'all stop playing, there is no team. We don't see how valuable we are. Everything we do shine. Everything. Calvin Kaepernick kneeled. Look at all this media press. Martin Luther King started a march. Look at all that. Malcolm X, Elijah Muhammad, Minister Louis Farrakhan, football, basketball, everything. Everything we do, I'm pretty sure white folks get killed. By police officers. I'm pretty sure that happens. Of course it happens. But guess what? Black folks open their mouth. It's national news. It's something special about us. Now, if we was to take the same energy other people have and unite, you don't have to attack anyone. You don't have to get violent with no one. If we was to take that same energy as other races and unite and stick together, I think they said um, in one year, black folks grossed, um, I think it was $500 billion. The only problem we have is unity. Now, if that rotated within us at least four times, we'll be on top. But you too busy trying to get out. You too busy trying to get out and live with others. I don't know what show that was. My wife was telling me that this girl was mad at her mother because her mother came and showed her face at her school and people thought she was white. They found out she had a black mother telling her the mother ruined her life and that was her daughter. Listen, 
you will not. And I'm going to say this again. You will not get anywhere the way you acting. You going to always be the low of the tadpole. You always going to be a $40 million slave. You're going to always be that. I don't care if you have a Harvard graduate. I, I don't care if you work for a big-time corporation making six digits. you always going to be the Negro that no one care about if you keep on denying your people. I need you to understand that. I need you to really understand that. Listen, did y'all see Um, somebody asked about Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka, listen. That Waka Flocka thing, I think that he just didn't know how to articulate himself. That's what I think. I don't think he meant he wasn't black. I think he was going more of the, of the indigenous people route, the Hebrew route, the Native American route, because they have... We was here before the slave ships came. We, the indigenous people of this world, this earth. This is what people need to understand. The most fertile land was in Africa. But we are the most indigenous people in this land. All lands. You need to understand that. So, black folks didn't... Well, people of color and black folks did not touch America... When the slave ships touch America, black folks was here before the slave ships. Black folks came after the slave ships. Black folks was everywhere before the slave ships. We are the indigenous people. See, you need to understand it. And I think that's what he was getting at. I think he was trying to tell them, like, look, I'm not from Africa, which he shouldn't say that. Because that's the mother. All civilization come from Africa. But what he was trying to say is, no, I'm not from Africa. I'm from America. This is my land. I claim this land. White folks got it from a treaty. Oh, you need to look that up. The treaty with the Moors. But this was ours. This was us. Before the slave ships came. If they ever came. You know why I hate to say it? Because, you know, all this going on with slavery. But I'm just going here to say it, man. Um, where are the slave ships? You know, they got stuff they found. Now, granted, white folks made them ships. I mean, let me say this. Everything that was made by African folks, like the pyramids, and even, even stuff that was in Southern Africa. It wasn't just Egypt. We talking about before Egypt. It's still standing. Everything white folks make, it, 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 it crumbles. So that could be the answer. They did make them ships. You know what I'm saying? So what were the slave ships? Anybody in the chat room know? Not one slave ship? Now, they are guilty. They do feel guilty. Listen to me now. The guilt kills them. That's why they don't want you to bring it up. You notice that? If Jews bring up the Holocaust, it's called remembering. We bring up the slavery, it's hating. You have to let your children know what we've been through, what our ancestors been through, so they never will repeat it. It's no such thing as letting it be ignored. How come you the only ones 
ignoring stuff while everybody else remembering. What's up with that? That's guilt. Who was this said this, man? He said, uh, I, I don't think his name, I can't remember his name, but he said growing up in Atlanta, they was doing some type of um, program for black folks. And his professor at college said, look, you have to understand, wasn't no reparations given for slavery. So when black folks organize and don't let white folks in, it makes them nervous. He actually said that. Now, that white man was being honest, and that's something they rarely do. There's no honesty in them. Not a lot of them, trust me. Even the ones that claim they're not racist and they want to walk with you kneeling for, in, for justice, they're not going to admit some stuff that they talk about around their dinner table. Or their grandfathers told them or stuff like that. They know more than you think they know. But this was an honest man. And it's like, wow, he actually said that. It's like, wow, he actually said that. Listen, people. I know you looking around you. This is not by mistake. That weather... With all these fives and that was hitting the U.S., this is not by mistake. You dumb enough to think it's climate change. It's not climate change. This is divine. This was destined to happen. Let me give you an example. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the protest protesting the NFL in effect before Trump said anything? Black folks was protesting the NFL. Before Trump said anything, anything, Trump said something and people went to kneeling more. So then you had people saying, I'm protesting the NFL if they're going to kneel. I'm not watching this if they're going to kneel. We talking about white folks who claim, who pretending that their racism is patriotism. We talking about some of them. But ain't it ironic that black folks was, well, it was trying to get organized, but a lot of people weren't going for it, but it was a lot had enough was really protesting, but it was already doing that. So isn't it funny that they call themselves catching a temper tantrum, but it still was in the plan? This is not by mistake. This is not by mistake at all. I have people hitting my Twitter up all the time, cursing me out, calling me names, threatening everything, man. Listen, man, these people are racist. So stop going with that foolishness. Stop repeating dumb. That code I just read proves to you that it's not even a punishment. They don't care. You black, and we don't want you speaking up for your rights. That's all it's about. But other black folks don't see that. Now, I'm not trying to tell you this so you can get your feelings hurt and, oh, man, let's, let's march and hold up a sign, respect me. And No, that's what I'm saying. It's happening slowly but surely, but we have to keep speaking. The unity is coming. Like I said, 
I see a lot of consciousness in New Orleans that I never saw in a while. Understand this. That means times is changing. And that's the reason why people that racist but want to hide it and give that passive approach, they hate Trump because Trump is bringing it out to the forefront. And when you bring it out to the forefront like that and when you show it in people's face, that's why Secretary of State called him a moron. No, my bad called him a fucking moron. This is why. When you... How can I say? When he does that, that make people rise up. Because they say, oh, hell no, nah, you're not going to talk to me like that. That make people rise up. And when, they, and when you rise up, that cause problems. See, that's why they're calling him them names. Because you're, you're tripping. You're all right. Y'all tripping. This ain't how we do things. But they're going about things to another approach. Matter of fact, they was out here with, in Oktoberfest, I heard. Bunch of all right people. Oktoberfest is something like it's a German fest. And I heard they was out there. Some white couple told me they said they wanted to leave because they didn't like the vibe. Which, I'm glad they did that. But this is the problem that they have with Trump. I don't, I don't have a problem with Trump. Yes, I said it. Because Trump, to me, is unifying my people. We have to, I had a, 21-year-old tell me, man, I can't believe it. I thought this racism was, was didn't exist. And, man, I, I'm about to open up this and open up that for black people. And, uh, hey, that, all that is because of Trump. Black folks been preaching forever. Now, I ain't going to give him all the credit because we didn't have people that come to us. And we didn't have all kinds of saviors come to us trying to save us, starting with Moses, Jesus, and stuff like this. All these was black folks trying to save us from something for a long time. Even after that, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, Minister Louis Farrakhan, um, Martin Luther King, and I go on and on, Marcus Garvey, and all kinds of saviors come trying to save us, trying to wake us up because we are, was a dead people. We was really dead. We was really dry bones in the valley. But the majority wasn't hearing. The majority was not hearing it. They didn't want to hear it. They want to fit in. They want to look good. You know, they 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 think their hair is not good enough, so it was getting perm. It was getting color blind. They 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 wanted to fit in. But then you have Trump come out here like, whoa, wait a minute. Now the only thing I don't like about that is how I know soon the coast is clear. You don't start back cooning. So that's what Trump did. Trump brought unity that we were seeking for without trying to. His blunt racism, his blunt disregard for humanity, bringing people together to fight against that. And that's what the boldness do. That's why I don't mind. Because I don't want my white supremacists hiding behind sheets. I don't want my white supremacists hiding behind a smile. 
or we'll call you and never get the call for the job. I don't want that. I want you to let me know. Look, nigga, I don't like you. Okay, I don't like you neither. Now stay on the other side, and I'm going to stay on this side. And don't cross my path. Period. Now I know. That way I don't turn my back to wash my car. Turn my back to put the keys in the, in the car. Turn my back to do something. You smiling in my face. Soon I turn my back, you stab me in the back. See, that's what hidden racism can do. But when they bowling in front of your face, you wouldn't give them a chance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, I want to end this, close this. We have a mayor election going on. And the two runner-ups are two black females. Um, hold up for a second. I don't, I definitely don't want to mess these names up. Hold up, I'm sorry. I don't want to mess these names up. I start to say their names, but I don't want to say it. I want to be looking at the names. Make sure I don't mess these names up. Okay. Mitch Landrew is our mayor. Mitch Landrew went under a lot of scrutiny because he took down the statues. Then he was under fire when found out that the pumps wasn't working one Saturday it rained and even the French quarters was flooding. Now the French quarters didn't flood bad during Katrina. So you know he was under the hot seat. But this is his last year. He he did his second term if I'm not mistaken. And we have two candidates and they black women. But I want to get their names right. Latoya Contrell and former city council member Latoya Contrell and former municipal court judge Desiree Charbonnet. Now I don't know if she can to the Charbonnet funeral home, but that's a funeral home that's been around here for a long time. So these are two female candidates. Black. They saying they're the first black female. One of them going to be the first black female mayor in New Orleans and we talking about in 2017 so that tell you something right there we in 2017 now these two women are run up I don't know who's going to win you know I'm looking at Charbonnet but who knows now here's the thing here's the question and I don't know if someone know these people I have some New Orleans people in my chat room I don't know if anyone know them, but they running for mayor. What I'm going to win. The big question is what they're going to do for black folks. 
Yeah, I said it. People hate to hear that. You've talked to hear the word black and tremble. You understand? But yet we had a black president that did stuff for other races. When he gave the Indians, what, a half a billion dollars? He was dressed up and they gave him an Indian coat to wear something. When he did for the um the Jewish people. And I mean, it's funny how you can single out every other race. Well, I'm going to do this for the Hispanics. Well, I'm going to do this for, the, for this. But no one say I'm going to do this for black folks. And when they do, you cringe for hearing the name. Now, when one of these become mayor, what are you going to do for black folk? No, no handouts. I'm not talking welfare. I'm not talking up food stamps. I'm not talking any of that. I'm talking about how about the school system? How about implicate some African studies? How about bringing back trades? I remember coming up, man, in some schools I went to, you had home ec where you learn how to cook. You had um, mechanic workshop. You learn how to fix on cars. You had even even welding. You had trades. They have schools and some European schools where they leave out high school with a trade that they can make $30, $30 an hour with. How about implicating some of this in the schools in the hood? How about that? How about putting stuff in these neighborhoods like a boys and girls club with counselors that care for the people and can at least get a few of them. And look, okay, some 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 Negro in the chat room said, yeah, but if you put classes like this, they not going to fill it up. They don't want to work. See, that's the problem right there. I don't care if five show up in a classroom to be a welder. That's five of them that will have a trade. And you might don't have to worry about them being on the streets because they have some opportunity. You understand? Stop worrying about how many are going to show and worry about the ones that show. You have to start somewhere. So what are they going to do for black folks? You ain't got to, if you're too scared to say it, you ain't got to say black folks. You can put programs in the school that actual, actually help. Because if the edu educational system was a proper educational system, we'll be a better, more, more acting people today. Am I lying? Implicate something. Do you know what to implicate? That's another question. Because, see, we've been so conditioned to not understand knowledge of self. We've been so conditioned that we don't know. We too busy trying to chase and act like white folk. Now, I know I say white folks a lot because I'm talking about white folks. But if you're not a white supremacist and you're not a racist, then you friends to me in my book. Them the two I don't like. White supremacists and racists. Somebody in the chat room said, what about a black racist? Well, sir, and this person trolling, I'm, I'm about to find out how can I get mods in here. Black folk cannot be racist. They can be bigots. 
but they cannot be racist. Do you know what a racist is? Do you know what a racist is? We not in a race for nothing. We don't have any power to oppress anyone. Do you understand that? So we cannot be a racist. We can be bigots. Do I, do I know black folks that's bigots? Well, yeah, um, I can't lie to you. But, <laughs> how can I say this? Some of them never been around white folks like I have been around. All they see is the evil and the, the horror white folks cause black folks and especially black folks so that makes them hate them they living in a neighborhood was clearly clearly socially engineered to be messed up and they know that's due to white folks so i know a few of them that's bigots well yes i do am i a bigot I can't say I am because I have white friends. I I can I cannot say white associates because I barely have any friends right now. So, no, nah, I'm not a bigot. I hate racism and I hate white supremacy. Period. But back to... Back to... I don't know why I can't remember these women's names. Um, Latoya Contrell and Judge Desiree Chauvinet. They both are Democrats, if I'm not mistaken. What are you going to do for black folks? Try starting with the school system. Then start with the neighborhoods. Try working with people that actually care for you. Know, that actually care for the people. You know they had nah, don't get, nah. You know, it was a Facebook post one time by somebody I know. They said, look, if you want to work with the children. In this facility he was working at. You need to. You could come. I was like, man, I, I do this, I do that. But you need to be, you need to have your associate's degree in psychology. You need this, you need that, you need to wait a minute. What the hell? Bruh, we have to stop being black folks on the outside and white in the inside. That's not helping us. Now don't get me wrong, I've been to college. I didn't get my degree. I didn't finish, but I've been to college. I could have went there because they said something about two years, at least your associates or something. Okay, I have that. But when they said that, I'm like, man, that, 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 that threw me off because we need to come off that foolishness, man. Because none of you Negroes, let me calm down. None of you, none of you Harvard graduates or you PhDs having a, y'all don't care about black folks. Not, not a lot of you. Some of them starting to. But you're trying to get away. So what that good good your degree go do, children? Oh, you go teach them how to grow up and get away too? And, and leave their people in destitute? And that way, we'll never have respect for each other? So no one will ever respect us? So even though you have your Harvard degree and six digits in the bank, you can walk to the store and Run up to a race soldier here and knock your brains out? He don't care what you have. You're black. We 
we have to stop this. And I started to call my brother on Facebook and tell him about that, but I said, nah. I said, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like, brother, what are you doing? You're going about it the wrong way. And guess what? I haven't heard anything about that program yet. Or what fruit it brought out of it. Yeah, because it's not. There's no substance in it. For as I'm concerned, when you put stipulations like that, let, let, let's talk. It doesn't matter how many of y'all hate the Nation of Islam or whatever or don't agree with them. It, it's so much stuff you would know if it wasn't for Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, Farrakhan, Martin Luther King. Now, Martin Luther King had a, had a college degree, I think. But the rest of them didn't. But yet they taught you more than you will ever know. You wouldn't be calling yourself black if it weren't for these people. You'll still be under colored or negro. Talk to me. Let's be honest. So, Miss Latoya Contrell, city council member, and Miss Judge Desiree Charbonnet, what are you going to do for black folk? That's all I'm asking. Now, if you're going to do nothing, oh, my bad, or you the type that's going to do for everyone, nothing wrong with that. But how come everyone else get something handed to them that can, can help them improve their people? But the only thing they could do for black folks is, you know, you might come in here and up food stamps, up welfare. I'm not talking about that. That didn't do nothing but handicap a lot of us. Some of it use some. Don't get me wrong. I take it back. Some of them use that smartly. They use that push to advance themselves and pull themselves up. But a lot didn't. A lot trying to have more babies to stay on it. Keeping it 100. We have to stop this, people. We have to stop this. And for these mayor candidates you will be put in the position where you can help black folks. And that's something you need to think about. Understand, please don't turn this into a pissing contest where it's women against the men. We don't need to have that. We didn't let white supremacists socially engineer us to be about that right now. The feminists don't care about black women, but they use black women anytime they need an agenda pulled, pulled across the feminist group. You understand? So we don't need to be throwing this pissing contest because guess what? No black man ever oppressed a black woman. We could barely get them to listen. So how in the hell can we oppress black women? So why they even have black feminist groups anyway? Because no black people didn't did nothing to you. A black man, oh, oh, uh, what, child support? I'm going to talk about that in another show. But stop pretending that your racism is patriotism. Let me close this out by saying this. People, these people are not patriotic. You understand? You have some of them that is, they just don't understand. But the ones that's pushing this, that change the narrative and pushing this patriotism and military and flag stuff, they don't care about that. They racist. They don't want to come out and say, I don't want you niggas speaking up. Excuse my language, because that's basically what it is. You niggas getting too uppity. That's basically what it is. They're not saying that. They're trying to hide behind some false patriotism narrative. And it's not true. 
first of all, the kneeling is not because of the flag. It's not because of disrespecting the military. It's about injustice to black people, period. Meaning, people do what they want and don't get put in jail to black folks. We need some justice here. So that's what the kneeling was about. Nothing else. But they want to try to change the narrative just to hide the fact that they don't like black folks talking. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't let them people tell you. Listen to the words. Now, if you think I'm lying, listen to these words. We let you make all this money and you want to disrespect the flag. Listen to these words. Let. We let you. Does that sound like people that don't think they're your master? Does that sound like people that's, that's not saying, hey, this is our country and you niggas don't get too uppity, yeah? That's exactly what that sounds like. Listen to the words. Understand, people. And I'm telling this to my people, to black folks, so we could unify and stop being fools. Once you unify, they can say whatever they want. But what can they do? Respect yourself and you get respect. This is the episode. I'm sorry I didn't take any calls. Listen, I'm sorry. Eight people called. Or more. Because I see some other name. I haven't took any. I was on. I was in a zone. And I get like that. I was in a zone. And it's something that had to be said. Now for those who mentioned. I read the codes that minister, the minister did. He brought out. And I repeated. And it is basically clear that it's no punishment for kneeling. They didn't even say you have to kneel. It's just advisory. And 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 section C of the code, or was it part C, a part of disrespecting the flag is holding it flat and horizontally, which they do all the time before the game. Yeah. Rewind this playback. Because I'm about to get out of here. I do this every Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Usually I have callers. Usually I have guests. But today I just want to get this off my chest. I started late. This is real, man. And we have to stop being fooled. First we have to stop partying so damn much. And take stuff serious. And then stop being fooled because somebody on TV said something. Stop being stupid, black man, black woman. Uh, well, I didn't mean, I'm not calling you stupid, but stop acting in that way. At all. Um, I'm so silly, I keep forgetting. Latoya Contrell or Judge Desiree Chauvinet. When you get in office, this is why I want you to ask them, what are you going to do for black folks? And that's it for today's show. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at Brother Noble at intcornerstone.com. Go to intcornerstone.com. And that's it for today's show. That's it. One love.